a listener production. Hi, I'm Elle Ferguson and this is Sliding Doors, where I chat with inspirational people from the world of fashion and beauty about their sliding door moment. That is, the moment they took a chance or made a life change that led them to where they are now at the top of their game. Having founded my own fashion and beauty brand, The Elle Effect, I know that succeeding in these industries isn't easy. So I'm inviting the people I admire most on the podcast to share their stories, insights, and tips for turning your passion into a career. Hi. How are you? Good to see you. Good morning. Isn't it like early for you guys? On this episode, I get to chat to Tezza Barton, also known as Tezza. She's the founder and CEO of the brand by the same name, as well as an author, photographer, and creative director. Tezza is the world-renowned photo and video editing app that brings Tezza's editorial photography and social media expertise to the masses. And it's super easy to use. (laughs) I've been such a fan of yours and I actually use the app. So I am so so excited to have this conversation. Oh, thank you. You're so nice. I came across Tezza way back when Instagram started because I was mesmerized by her images. I then followed her career as an influencer and actually got to share a seat with her at a Rebecca Minkoff show at New York Fashion Week. Tezza is amazing. I've been a huge fan of hers for so many years and this conversation inspired me beyond. You guys are so great. I could listen to you guys talk all day. That's how I feel about you. Oh gosh, (laughs) wow. I feel honored. We love the Aussies, so it's reciprocated. Tessa, welcome. I'm so excited to have you on this episode. Welcome to our happy space that is Sliding Doors. Yes, thanks for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Yay. So we like to start with something called the Fast Five, just to kind of rip the band-aid off really quickly. Right. The quicker you answer them, the often I find the more honest you are. So okay. go quick. <laughs> okay. Describe yourself in three words. Gosh, starting with the hard one. Um, I'm very casual, very loose, if if that's even one. Um, Creative and energetic. We'll go with those three. Oh, I like that. Nice. I don't know. These are new for me. Those are new new ones, but I like it. New ones? Oh, good. (laughs) Okay, so what is the most interesting thing you have in your handbag? Okay, well, I have this like weird little silver spoon that I don't know. I like got it from an ice cream shop and it always ends up in my bag always. And I don't use it for anything. It's just cute. And it's in there. That's it. I don't know. Do you what? You're going to take the prize for the weirdest thing that's in somebody's weirdest bag. Thing. That was a good one. Okay. If you could trade lives with anybody for a day, who would it be? Oh, wow. Stunning. Uh, probably like Annie Leibovitz. She's always been like one of my favorite photographers. I since I got into photography, I've looked up to her. So I feel like if I could just even like be in her head for a day, that would be magic. Oh, I like that. Okay. What's one thing you have put on your bucket list? Oh gosh, I have so many things, but I think this is like one that is an obvious one that I can't believe I haven't done. And I am saying it now because I'm like, hello, but I've never been to Australia. And I like, I like, Uh. everyone is always like, oh, you're so, you would love Australia. It's so your vibe. I have so many friends from there. And it's like really high on my list. I feel like every time I've tried to go, it hasn't worked out. Yeah. So, you know, post everything going on, I hope I can get there one day. Now it's like, because it's even harder now, I'm like, I I have to get there. Yes, I like that. Okay, that's on your bucket list. And lastly, an easy one. What did you eat for breakfast? 
I just had a gorgeous acai bowl from a little place down the street. And, you know, it was great. (laughs) I love that. I feel like we covered all things there. All the bases, yeah. (laughs) So before we get too deep into your story, I kind of like to start right back at the beginning. And I would love to know where you grew up and if your parents were a big influence on you when you were growing up. Totally, yeah. So I grew up... um, in Salt Lake City, Utah, small, smaller town. And my parents are hugely impactful in who I am and my entire life, but they both are super creative and entrepreneurs themselves. And so I feel like I just grew up, fortunately, in a really inviting space for one, like trying new things and being unafraid of like, I think like I grew up thinking, oh, art doesn't mean that you're like a starving artist and that you can't make money. You know, it's like, yeah, I grew up yeah. thinking that that was like creativity was at the forefront of everything. And, yeah. and so that kind of like really, I mean, I think defines everything that I've done and, and am doing today. So they're pretty much like, yeah, I owe it all to them, I guess. <laughs> it's really funny talking to people um, in this space. So many amazing humans that I get to speak to grow up in small towns Mm. And they started in small towns. And I think there must be something about having to leave that nest. Do you know what I mean? To go. And how old were you when you left Utah? Well, I was fortunate to travel quite a bit when I started my photography career. So I would like leave for chunks at a time, kind of like to different cities and really trying to figure out what I liked. But I, I honestly didn't leave, leave until I was 24. Oh, you did well. So yeah, like I, I, that's when I got to New York and I was just like, okay, this is my place. And I I think that is kind of true that what you said about, because it's kind of like you're coming from this small place and you almost like in a way you're naive. You have no idea. You have no idea. No idea. So you're just kind of like, okay, like let's go and make this work. And it almost like helped not knowing so much and not having like the fear of it not working because I was just like completely I say that all the time to people now I'm like the less I know the more fearless I am like just let me go the older I get I'm like oh this is like constraining my (laughs) brain I need to be free (laughs) yeah I know because you know too much and you know like the consequence when you're young you're kind of like whatever I'm just gonna give it a go if I look like an idiot who cares who cares yeah (laughs) totally so when did you first get interested in the industry yeah because you were a creative and I mean the industry of fashion, would you say? When did you first kind of get interested in that? Yeah, I mean, truly when I was probably about 15, I was six feet tall since I was like 12. I mean, you know what it's like to be I tall. Feel, I, was like, I yeah. feel like we share that quality. Oh, yes, yes. There's I'm a like, tall girl being happy. You, I'm like, there's my girl, yes. <laughs> um, but I, I just remember like, I was such a tomboy. I was always trying to blend in. And then one day I was like picking up a magazine and I just realized like, oh my gosh, Clothes are such like a cool thing and an expression. And I like totally turned into like this fashion girl, which before that I was really trying to hide. And I just like felt this freedom. So I was like, this is amazing. I love this feeling. And that's kind of when I first got involved in like clothing and styling and stuff. And then I thought I wanted to do fashion design. So I like got a sewing machine and went like all in. Like I was yes. doing runway shows and like making oh, my wow. own collections. Yeah, and yeah. I was like a super, like that's what I thought I wanted to do. So that was kind of like the beginning of, of it all, I would say. And then how did it, where did it go? How did it happen? So I, I started collecting like 
magazines beyond. Like I had like hundreds and I was just obsessed. Yes. I feel like you and I are very similar to this. When I first moved into my first apartment, I moved with nothing but my magazines. Yes. I yes. literally had a mattress on the ground, no <laughs> fridge. And I my mother it. was like, where's the fridge? Well, like what's happening here? I was like, it's fine. I it's feel fine. like thousands of magazines. Yeah. It's okay. I'm fine. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so good. No, honestly, that it, there's so much inspiration that comes like, you know, and now that's, yeah. that's changed quite a bit, but in our day, back in our day, that was, <laughs> that was it. And so it kind of evolved like, oh my gosh, I want to start a magazine or something. Like there's just so much content in here that I'm, I'm loving. I love that there's like featuring musicians and then like makeup artists and yeah. stylists and then fashion. And then I kind of like realized the biggest thing that was inspiring me was the images in the magazine. And so I was like, wow. oh, maybe I would like photography because, yeah. you know, I'm making these clothes, but they're just on a rack. Like, I can't, yeah. how can I make them come to life? And so I picked up a camera and that was kind of like the explosion for me of just like being able to capture this, like a piece of clothing and tell the whole story of, yeah. you know, who it's on how it should make you feel, all this stuff, like in a photo. So can I ask, did you study photography? I did. Yeah. Okay. I did. Yeah. So then from there, I did end up getting my, like an, a fine art degree um, with oh, wow. photography as my emphasis. So. And did you like that? Did you love the study? I loved it. I loved it yeah. so much. And for so many reasons, I mean, one, you got to like get your work critiqued all the time and that kind of yeah. thing. So it was really just cool to like, have so many opinions, but I also, yeah. something that was unique, I think that really affected me was just like Instagram came out when I was in college and yeah. people were hating it. All my photography artsy friends were like, everyone thinks they're a photographer now and yeah. this is so dumb. And I was yeah. like, wait, no, this is cool because all of a sudden everyone cares. Yeah. Like before that, you know, not everyone cared about a photo. It was like, no. if you were into like fashion or art, you might care, but and so, you know, it kind of, I, I saw it as this like really cool opportunity of like connecting with so many people. And so I just jumped right on Instagram and I was using it kind of as like a portfolio. I was doing the blogging yeah. thing. I was kind of just trying to like, I was just in the space, not really sure what I was doing, but trying to figure <laughs> it out. Um, but then that, then like brands started reaching out like, oh, we need content. Like, we don't know how to make this much content. Can we hire you to like shoot your friends, style your friends? We need like, you know things to post every single day. So yeah. that's kind of what I started doing was just creating content for brands like Urban Outfitters or like Skull Candy headphones and like yeah, yeah, people yeah. like that. And and then then I was like, okay, there's something here, not necessarily understanding how to like monetize that because I was yeah. just young and trying to figure it, it out. It was confusing but, at the beginning. Yeah, also because everybody really, hated it. Like um, you, everybody hated it. It was such a negative, like, oh, yeah. you think you're cool, you're posting kind of yeah. a thing. So, you know, I would, po I would post like my, a photo of me, like once every, you know, so often, but I was like, because kind you of weren't embarrassed. Very, I remember at the beginning, you were kind of like, who is this person? Dude, you were very <laughs> kind of, no, but it kind of was, but your photos were so amazing. And I love oh, what you just nice. said about the image had so much power. It's really funny you saying with Instagram because we kind of went from, uh, yeah, like, I mean, I've always bought the magazines and I loved photos, but Instagram blew up and it was all mm -hmm. about the image. And it was right. this like, kind of like weird shuffle between 
like inverted commas, real photographers. And then other people that were just picking the phone up and taking these. Remember when flat lays? Remember oh when gosh. people were doing, yeah. do you remember that? Like oh, people yeah. were doing, like Margaret Zhang would do these amazing, amazing. flat lays. Yeah. And you were like, who are these people? So yeah. it's like, good it was, and, and then all of a sudden you could connect with a million people. Yes. Like, yes. I was finding so, I think that, you know, I was still in Utah at the time and I was like, connecting with so many like-minded people all over the world. And I was like, yeah. okay, this is what's special here because, yeah. you know, I mean, I, w- I I didn't even have like a website. I mean, I had my blog, yeah. but you know what I mean? It was like, yeah. it's just a different time. And for me, like, so then I moved to New York, you know, a few years later. And I remember even when I moved to New York, I was like, okay, there, there's a specific style happening here, like on Instagram. And I'm going to like yeah. come at it in a little bit of a different yes. way. Yeah, And so I had like, you know, my own at the time, this was like, it's so funny. This feels like so long ago. Gosh, I'm like aging myself. But I did feel like, okay, I'm going to like stick to my perspective and like really have this like unique way of storytelling and taking photos and like see where that kind of takes me. And that's really when I leaned in and started using Instagram and trying to monetize it and like also connect with people because I saw people like recreating images that I was taking and I was like, okay, I have something here. Like yes. people are interested in this and I feel like I have a point of view. And so I kind of like used that as kind of a way to create a community and connect with people and, and really kind of help people look at creating in a different way than just like standing on a corner and taking a photo. Totally. You know? So that was kind of like the beginning. When did you think you, because I remember when I had the moment and I was like, this could be a job. Do you know what I mean? Like monetize, mm-hmm. I can make some money. Cause it kind of went from maybe getting like a free bottle of perfume to then yeah. you were kind of like, I add value to these businesses. Right. When did you have that moment that you were kind of like, I can monetize what I'm doing? Yeah. To be honest, it was late. Like I, yeah. so I was doing it for free because I just was like, this no is fun, like, this is cool. Like, like, no, yeah, as I yeah. should, you know, it was great. But when I moved to New York, I remember I had like 75,000 followers or something and I was charging like $100 for like a campaign. You know, I, I don't really, you, you know, one I was of just those like, first people. <laughs> yeah, and then I, someone in New York's like, hey, we want to represent you, like an agency. Yeah. And I'm like, I didn't even know that was a thing. So I yes. kind of thought it was a scam and my husband's yeah. like, no, just go, take the meeting. So I went and they're like, you could be charging this much for a post and these are the brands that you could work with. And I was like, um, what have I been doing? And I I had just moved to New York. I was like trying to figure out how to even pay rent. So I was like, yes. okay, like now I'm going to understand and, and use this as more of like a job. Yeah. But before that, I was still just kind of doing photography and using Instagram as like a portfolio. Instead of like work, like your yeah. business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the podcast is about sliding door moments and I would love to know what your sliding door moment is is in your journey? So I would say when I was, it's kind of like, I'm going to mash this all into one quickly in one sentence. But like when I was in Utah, I was like thriving in my photography career. You know, I was kind of like at the peak of my career where I could get there, but I was like so unhappy because I was like, I just know I'm not reaching my full potential. I know there's something for me in New York. I don't even know what it is, but I need to get there. And I was like telling my husband, I'm like, we got to move. We got to just do it. And he's like, okay, but I have a job. And I'm like, yeah, like, but we got to (laughs) go. And so he was like, okay, let's do it. So we just like packed our bags, moved to New York with zero plan. And I feel like that, honestly, like a city like New York or, you know, moving to Sydney, I don't really know because I haven't been there, but hopefully (laughs) one day or wherever, like LA, you know, I feel like you're just, 
you know, if you are open to it, like those places will give you so much. Like the more you put in, the more you'll get out. Yeah. And that's where it kind of my heart was. So it was just like, I moved there and then it was just like, we're going to make this work. We're going to hustle. And like that, I really felt like that kind of changed my entire life because it, one, I had to work really hard in order to pay the rent. Pay the rent. (laughs) Um, So I was forced to do that. But on top of that, it was kind of like, I felt like I wanted to prove to myself that I could like do something there and make a name for myself. And so really that's kind of when I saw all this opportunity of how to connect with people and like how to use what I had been working on for so long and turn it into like my career with the creativity and with the app and with making everything that we have. So... Does that answer the question? Yes, of course it does. (laughs) It's like, I feel like it it is often either one pivotal moment or it's like a combination of everything coming together and kind of taking that leap of faith. Mm -hmm. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like you didn't know what was going to happen and it is hard work, you know, like I can imagine because I know what I had to do when I got to Sydney. So I can imagine the hustle that you were doing when you got to New York. Who was supporting your dreams when you got there? Who was kind of your cheerleader? You know, I guess I would say my husband, he's always been (laughs) just like, so I think that's really why we hit it off because we almost like when we started dating, our creativity kind of came together. It was like this weird, and I wouldn't have even called him like necessarily a creative, but it was like my, everything I was in love with really inspired him and vice versa. And we just like, there was this kind of beautiful thing. And so you know, at the time when we moved there, he was definitely not like working with me. He had another job, but he was so supportive. Like he would wake up at 5 a.m. and shoot with me before he would go to his other job and like, you know, just put in so much time. It kind of felt like I didn't feel alone in it. And so I feel like he definitely, he's the other half. I can't take all the credit, you know? I love that. Yeah. Oh no. Trust me. Joel was up last week at 3.20 a.m. to get me to a shoot. So (laughs) we love it. Yeah. We love them. We love them. They're good men. Yeah. We're lucky. With saying that, I mean, I know I look at you now and I look at your page and I look at everything you're doing and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's all amazing. It's it's so fantastic, but it's been a long journey to get to where you are. What are some of the unseen sacrifices that you've had to go through to kind of get to where you are now? Yeah. Oh man. So many, but I think like (laughs) it does go back to, I don't think I took like a day off until maybe the pandemic, honestly. Like I was like, oh my gosh, wow. Like this is what normal, this is people sleep and they like have time to hang out and stuff. Like, you know how it is. I think like all the trips. It was weird, wasn't it? It was weird. Like, it was like, I was like, I'm so, I didn't know like I could have a routine. And cook. The routine thing, I think, yeah. Yeah. The routine thing is interesting because I think you're going at a hundred miles an hour and that almost becomes your routine of like coming home, dumping your suitcase, repacking your suitcase and going again. Yeah. And then when the pandemic hit and you had to stop, you were like, I really like my house. Right, (laughs) right. I like my home. (laughs) 100%. And just like, also, wow, my mental health like was probably lacking. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and things like that. I think also there are two parts to the answer because I would say in the beginning, you're taking a lot of risks, right? But there's maybe the weight of the risk isn't as heavy yet because it's not working. So it's like, if it fails, well, it's just failing and, you know, we'll try again. Yeah, that'll be good. Like, in a way, I missed that that a little bit. Yeah. And, you know, there was a lot of, like, just sleepless nights and tears and trying to figure out what the heck we were doing. And now it's kind of like 
that we have something that's actually working and, and we have this business, there's almost more weight on just ta- making those real decisions that really are going to actually matter. And you're going to see a big impact if it works or it doesn't. So I, yeah. I, you know, I think those are like, it's like growing pains, you know, you're growing up. Yeah. Those are, you're, that's part of growing a business, but that's definitely something I'm like, okay, this is like phase two yeah. of, of my life and career, you know? And it's amazing that you're there. Do you know what I mean? It's so, so amazing that you're there. Thank you. That's so nice. Something else that I find that we all kind of suffer from is a thing called imposter syndrome. Also the moments of like, should I quit? Do you know what I mean? It would be easier to probably go do something else. Have you had those moments in your kind of journey? Girl, I'm still having them all the time. (laughs) You know, I, I think it's so hard because I still feel like the little girl that is like 18 and, you know, following her dreams in a way. I don't necessarily feel like I've like arrived at this place. Yeah. And I don't even necessarily want to lose that because I kind of feel like it's what drives everything that I do. Yes. And kind of what we were talking about earlier, it's almost like feeling, I guess being sometimes naive is kind of helpful because then you're not like second guessing yourself. Right. Yeah. But, you know, I think we've had a lot of moments where I wanted to quit. Yeah. And those are, you know, things like even when we launched, for example, the app, we got a lot of feedback. And it was <laughs> lots of great feedback and lots of bad feedback. And I was like yeah. bawling. I'm like, delete it. Get it out of the app store. I, this yeah. is too much for me. Like, yeah. I've, I've also, you know, been super fortunate to have a lot of positive feedback. So when it was like negative, I, when you I get didn't know how to handle it. Yeah. And you hold on to it. You see oh, in it. It's a I really weird it. It's like thing. one comment yeah. over a thousand and I'm yeah. holding on to the one, you know? Yeah, yeah. So hard. Or even like when we launched, we have something called a collage kit. And when we first launched that, like... It didn't do very well. And so we were like, okay, so it's a bad idea. Like we shouldn't have done this. It's so weird. But then like a year later, like we figured it out. We figured out how to, you know, run a brand and work a product and and things like that. So I feel like, you know, those are the moments I hold on to because it, like if you were to just give up right when it's, it feels like giving up. I mean, that's what a lot of people do. That's why they never get anywhere. So just like hold, keep going past those moments because that's where you end up finding the good stuff. You got to have the grit, don't you? Yeah. And you kind of like have to shut that voice off. Totally. Like I'm sure you get that little voice. It's like, why every time I plug in this podcast, I'm like, who wants to hear me talk? And then I'm like, <laughs> I do. no, <laughs> you can do this. You can yeah. do this. You've got yeah. to turn the bad, the bad voice off. With saying that you've worked with some incredible brands. I mean, you and I got to share a seat at the Rebecca Minkoff show at New York yes. Fashion Week, but somehow they doubled you and I up in a seat. We were we probably it. the tallest people there, but we did get in. <laughs> yes. What are some of the amazing brands? You mentioned like Free People and Skull Candy. Who are some of the other brands that you've worked with? Yeah. I mean, one that comes to mind is Chloe. I mean, I'm such oh, a yeah, Chloe dream. fan. And that yes. was like, even from a photography spe- perspective, prior to being like in the influencer space. I was like, I, if I could work with any brand, it would be Chloe. And I'll never forget the first time they reached out. It was like, I was like, okay, I'm doing something right. This is amazing. And like, they just for years and years, they, they do such amazing projects and you know, they really, they just do, they're just, they capture that essence. How did that happen though? Did they DM you or how, tell me how it happened. They sent me an email. Yeah. Yeah. Just slid into the email, you know, just classic. Yeah. But it was, um, it was great. And I feel like, you know, that's another part of like, you know, the influencer side of the job that a lot of people don't 
maybe think about, but there, like, there are those jobs that come and then it's like, how can you hold on to them, make them actual good relationships that you yeah. can keep, you know, using and, and getting jobs from for years and years to come? Because yeah. I always have kind of said this, but the hardest part of the influencer side of the job is like, it's like you're in the Super Bowl or like you're like a football player, like in the NFL. I mean, I'm using American football yeah, here. Yeah, but, yeah, I'm here for it. But it's like you're at your peak of your career, you know, and you're crushing it. But it's like, well, then there's going to be someone younger, someone cooler is coming along. And it's like, how are you going to continue to have a career? And so like yeah. cultivating having those relationships is such a huge part of the job. Totally. And I think it's also 100% because there's hundreds and thousands of them, you know what I mean? And yes. especially they, they're going for it and they're doing things now that TikTok in and all of that. And yep. it is a relationship thing. And I think it's also being, again, being a hard worker, you know what I mean? And yep. finding your brand and yep. there's only one of you, you know what I mean? Right. There are hundreds of thousands of millions of people doing it, but there's only one you. And I, I try to hold on to that one. When I think when I have that moment, there's only one you, and I'm sure right. even with what you just said, with people trying to replicate your photos and stuff, nobody does it like you do it. It's your handwriting, it's your IP, it's you. Yeah, no, that, thank you. I love that. I write it down. I need that right now. I need a little energy boost. But no, it is so true though. And I think as long as you're authentic to you and not like, you know, of course we're all inspired by each other, and I think that's what's so, so great. But as long as you're like still remaining authentic to you. I think you can always have a space, like a career in this space, because it's going to evolve. We're going to be on different platforms, whatever it is, but like holding on to like just those few things that really are you. It sounds like cheesy and repetitive, but it really is true. It's the truth. And I think when you realize it isn't cheesy and it isn't repetitive, it's when you actually, you move forward. Right. Have you had any major pinch me moments? Yes, like way too many. Um, besides from this podcast, I know <laughs> that's up there. Part, this is peak, this is peak. <laughs> but I think uh, I had a recent one, so I'll say that because it's, yeah. it's fresh. But I remember when Gigi Hadid like just had her baby and she posted a photo and it was the first photo she posted was edited in the app. And I was I like, oh, oh my gosh, I've I arrived. Can't. I've arrived, Gigi's using the app and it's with the baby. I was like, this is amazing. I um, So that was great. And <laughs> that was a moment. Yeah, not mad about it. Another, I would say, is just like Rebecca Minkoff. Like when we, I was mm-hmm. at her show. Yeah. This was the first time I ever went to her show, but she came up to me after. She's like, we should get lunch. And I'm like, sure. Yeah, <laughs> we should get lunch. I would love that. And then like, I went thinking like, maybe she wanted to chat like work. And she was just like, we were just shooting the shit. Like she was just so great. So nice. She was just like the, yeah. a pal. And I was like, oh my gosh, like. We're friends. Um, I love it. So and that was just like, I was like, I've looked up to you since I was like, I felt yeah. like a kid. And then all of a sudden we're like friends. So that was an amazing, amazing. I moment. love that. Can I ask when you, when Gigi used the app, do you know she's using the app? I could just tell. And then she posts yeah. like five things all using the app. Yeah. So I was like, she's yeah, using this like, frame. She's got was boom, like boom, boom, a, boom. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I was like, are you getting a notification every time I use it? <laughs> oh, no. I wish. No. We have. Yeah. The, we don't even like take any yeah. like, data. So we don't even yeah, know yeah, who's yeah. using it. But I can just, you know. Yeah, you can spot, tell. I can you spot can it. Tell. You <laughs> can tell. Okay. So your photos are amazing. And they are so, they're dreamlike. You know what I mean? They do take you somewhere like it's they're quite like I don't even know like mystical they just you want to be where even when you're in the city you make it look good and I've been to New York and you do (laughs) you make it look so elevated and amazing you too girl you too but thank you that's so nice I would love to just hear about your creative process and then actually how you 
made that into your business? Like, how did you do it? <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, good question. I think like early on, I, I realized the part of photography that I love is the storytelling part. It's kind of like, what will this one photo make you feel? Where will it take you? How is it like something that's going to live a little bit longer than just somebody scrolling on the internet? Yeah. So that's always like been at the forefront of my photography, things I'm creating. And I've always been really inspired by like just vintage things because yeah. I'm like, this is something of the past that still makes me feel this yeah. way. And I, I want that to come across my work. So like, you know, when I'm looking for inspiration or things like that, I, I do look to like old films or, you know, old magazines because I'm Mag- like, there's something in here. Yeah, back to the magazines. Yeah. Uh, but that just like is sticking with me that I, I want to keep looking at. So that is something I definitely think about. And, you know, I kind of let, leaned into that when I started working as an influencer because at the time, really, I, I mean, in New York, everyone was just doing kind of like street style. Yeah. And I was doing like, I mean, I was going a little above and beyond. I wish yes. I still had the stamina to do some of the things <laughs> I did back then. But, <laughs> you know, I was like really leaning in. And I feel like brands really were like, that. you know, certain brands really understood what I was doing. And were like, this yeah. is cool. We, we're going to pay you to like actually kind of creative direct and come up with like a whole idea yeah. around this that we're even going to use for like other influencers, you know, and things like yeah. that. So I just kind of like, I kind of noticed that was part of what was standing out. So I just took that and made that like part of, you know, my brand. And I guess still to this day, Yeah. but also just kind of finding like one thing I've always found just in the creativity space is just like, the more you share, the more you grow. I love this. And I think so many people want to hold on to like yes. what they've built because they're like, well, you know, if I give away the special sauce, like then it's, yeah. everyone has it, you know? Yeah. And just, I learned from so many people by them being willing to like share with me, you know? So I kind of just, that's, I made that a part of my brand, really just like helping people with photography and creativity and, and yeah. you know, teaching them how to like take photos, think outside the box. And so that kind of all became part of the brand. I love that because I do think that a lot of people were holding their cards close to their chest and everybody was scared that you were going to do something and take that and then you were never going to work again. So it's so refreshing to hear that you've always shared it. You know what I mean? There's enough for everybody. Like let's all lift each other up at the same time, you know? Totally. Were you in the tech space? Because the app, obviously, I feel like you were one of the first that kind of came out with that kind of presets. And also Mm -hmm. it was just amazing to be able to have like my photos look like your photos. It was quite amazing. But were you in the tech space? How did it happen? Like, what was the light yeah. bulb moment? Yeah. So, I mean, I think like one thing we do, obviously, as influencers, we're getting so many DMs. And so if you're paying yes. attention, you're like, okay, this is like the number one question I'm getting, right? Yes. And the number one question I was always getting is like, how do I edit like you? Please teach me how to edit, yeah. how to edit, how to edit. So finally, I did release like my Lightroom presets, which I had worked on for years and years. And I was like, this is my whole like aesthetic, but here we go. And it was such a success. Um, It was kind of before anyone had really been doing it. And I just, for me, it was like way eye opening. I was like, okay, wow. Like, you know, at the time there weren't that many options, but like, this was still like for people that wanted to edit on a computer. I mean, I know, so, and I found it hard because I think I downloaded them. And I mean, I do everything pretty much on my phone. Like I'm remotely, yes. like it's in and my it hands. it was but not for that. No, it was like, but I, but I wanted it so badly that I was like, okay, I'm going to try to do this. But right. yes, it yeah. was a so, lot harder. So that was like, so then 
you know, that was really the light bulb moment because I'm lucky enough that Cole <laughs> was um, a developer. And oh, he amazing. was like, oh my gosh, how cool would it be if we could make an app? Yes. I'm like, well, that would be amazing. But I mean, can we do that? You know? Yes. And we, so we just set out and we we're like, let's do it. Let's figure it out. And so just the two of us would stay up like super late at night, just trying. He had another job. We were like trying to build this up. It probably took us like a year and a half. So we didn't even, you know, breathe the idea to anyone. Cause we're like, well, who knows if we can even do this? Like we're just, we're not trying to like build a company here. We're just like, this could be fun. You know, whatever, (laughs) let's just try it. So, so honestly, and, and there, there were so many nights where we were like, Oh, F this, like we're giving up. I can't like, there's, it's impossible. But I remember the night that he figured out, it's like such a techie thing. I'm not even going to say it. No, I love this. No, go for it. (laughs) He just like figured out how to get the actual like presets to apply correctly in the app. Like before yeah. it was looking like different wrong colors, all sorts of things. Like it, yeah. anyway, it sounds like it should be easy. Because now no, it never like, is. It, it never was is. a nightmare. And and yeah. so we were like, oh my gosh, like we did it. We're going to release this app. It's going to be so great. Like I felt like there were so many people I couldn't connect with, you know, before. And so we were like, yeah. this will be so cool to be able to just like connect with all these people that are wanting this that we can't serve. So, yeah. yeah, so we released the app. That was like three years ago. Wow. So it was like so much fun and so scary and <laughs> so stressful. And up until about like a year into it, it was still just me and Cole doing it. There were, We didn't yeah. have any other developers or, or anything like that. We were just kind of like, this is fun. Let's see if it works. Yeah. Um, and since then, it's been quite a whirlwind. We've had just so, such great, like organic success because I think everyone just, we kind of, you know, found people that loved it and are willing to yeah. talk about it. And we're so like grateful and lucky for that. Yeah. That now we've, you know, really grown quite a bit and we compete with a lot of big, big apps out there, which is like scary amazing. because we're still kind of a small little team, yeah. but um, it's just, it's just been so amazing. And I think like for me, it's really kind of um, defined just like our whole brand is really about helping people find their inner creator. Like everyone can be an artist. Like an artist is not just somebody that paints or draws. It's like, you know, you can, your life is your art. You're creating every day, no matter what you're doing. And so that's kind of like the ethos of everything we're doing. But yeah, that's, that's how it all started. So I'm lucky to have, have Cole because he's definitely the other half. Yeah, but you're a team. You're a team. Yes. And for sure. How big is your company now? How are you? And you're in, you're back in LA. Are you in LA? No. We're in LA. Yeah. We just missed LA. (laughs) I know. Confusing. And you're based in LA. Yes. Yes. As of like late (laughs) last year. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's all new, but it's great. So we're based in LA and up until like six months ago, it was still yeah. just me, Cole, and uh, my assistant, Zoe. And then we have yeah. two developers, but we just hired um, three more people. Congratulations. So it's so great. Yeah, yes. it was like such a hard process. And yeah. I honestly learned so much just from the hiring process. Like, yeah, it's the real deal. You have to like, it's a full-time job just hiring. Yeah. But yeah, it's definitely like, it definitely hasn't like given us less work either. You're like, oh, this yeah. just gives us more work. But in a way, I feel like, okay, cool. Like, I can see how we're growing and building this and, like, what we're reaching for, like, for the future. Which is amazing. Congratulations. Thank it's you. Incredible. You're so sweet. It's no, but it's, it's, it's incredible. It's also, like you said, like, you're going up against the big guys. You know what I mean? Like, it's quite amazing that 
you are doing this. You know what I mean? It's you guys. And it, it's such a great app. Oh, thank you. I had never used them. And then I downloaded yours because I actually think I saw you say on your stories, like, you can do this. You know what I mean? And <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh my goodness, is it going to be hard? And then I got it and it's so easy. And that's what oh, I kind of love you. about it. But then I get addicted to like, I'm like, I've got to get like, I've just got to stick in one lane. And then I go and I've got like 35 different versions. Uh, It's hard to choose because they all look great. Oh, that's so nice. We try. We try. I really appreciate that. Honestly, I'm like, yeah, that's kind of one thing I think we realized, you know, because people would be like, well, why do you think it's working? You know, why is this successful? And yeah. And I think like one, you know, all the apps were kind of competing with at the time are all very like coming from a tech space from, you know, kind of, and they're just a little bit like just even the personality of the app. That's why they didn't have personality. It didn't have like, just like kind of a black and white app. It works well and it's techie. Uh, But like, you know, I was coming at it from, I think one, like a female space. I'm like, all these presets have to make you look and feel amazing. That's like the whole point. That's all we want. (laughs) Um, So that's really (laughs) always like a focus. And then just like kind of making it a lot more fun and and beautiful. And so that's really kind of something we've leaned leaned into as we've continued to build it. Yeah, but it makes you happy. When I open it, it's like, it feels like you. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, but it is, it's not cold. Like some of those Mm -hmm. other ones were quite like, yeah, black and white and cold. Yours is like, and every time I suggest it to somebody, everybody's like, oh, it's really easy. I'm like, yeah, it's super easy. And you oh, look really good so in nice. every photo. <laughs> <laughs> well, you look good in any photo. You don't have to do anything. No, you're, you're perfect. no thanks. <laughs> no, but I, I think you mentioned it just before, but I would just like to talk about your career mantra. Yeah, so it's always just been the art of life. And yeah. that really is kind of like, I, I don't know. I, I remember one day I just kind of was like that really speaks to me. Like, I just feel like everyone can be a part of this. And it's something that like, I would love my brand to stand for to kind of help you just discover like, like your inner creator. Because I think, like I was saying, kind of at the beginning of the podcast, I grew up in a a home of like artists and art being so welcomed. Yeah. And the older I got, the more I realized that was super unique. And so many people it's like creativity got stomped on because people were like, oh, we well, can't be successful if you're an artist or, you know, those kinds of things. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I kind of want to rewrite that sentence yeah. because I think that's such a lie. And like, even with dating Cole, I remember being like, he was a developer and writing code. And I'm like, this is so creative, but no one's talking yeah. about this as a creative career, but yeah. you're building something out of nothing. You're thinking of the way it works. You're you know, doing all these things. So I, I, that's like the thing that inspires me most is just helping everyone find how to live the art of life and, and make their art, their life. I love that. Yeah. I feel like you and I had a very similar growing up because my mom was a real creative and we would like come home and she'd decide to like, you know, paint murals on the walls at home oh or like, gosh, it'd be like, beautiful. turn the music up and we're going to dance around to the full moon. Oh my gosh, she sounds amazing. <laughs> you don't realize how blessed you are to have yeah. that so early on. And even with you saying like people saying artists, you, oh, you can't do that. We were always, we grew up in a house where it was like, you can do whatever you want, like be free. And it, oh. I think now in the position that you and I are in now, you don't realize how special that is and and very grateful to have that as part of our growing up. So it's beautiful that you're sharing that part of you with everybody and being able to like do it yourself. It's really cool. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah. And I, I honestly think like that's, 
if I could quit tomorrow and be like, yeah. okay, I'm done. Like I would, yeah. that would be, I would say the best part of my career is people just DMing me saying like, you like totally inspired yeah. and changed my creativity. And like, I look at things so differently now. And I, I started a business doing this because I felt you made me feel like I could. Yeah. And I'm like, See, that's oh, good. tears. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. It so gets great. you. It gets well, you. Well, if you don't quit tomorrow, what is, <laughs> what is next? What are you working towards? Can you share anything with us about, because I feel like you've been dropping teasers. Maybe I missed a teaser that was going to be released today. What is happening? What is going it on? It was supposed to be. I'm, uh, stay tuned. <laughs> uh, you know, we're working on a lot of things. I, I think like, honestly, the biggest thing right now, like on a grander scale is just actually turning this into a business that's going to last longer than, you know, just even me. I'm like, what, you know, where is this going? How, how is this going to make sense in 10 years? And with a world that's moving so fast, it is hard to predict all those things. Um, But like, we're really focused on how can we further help creators? So not just in like, in a digital way, but how can we like kind of find a way to do art in like this physical and digital way and also inspire kind of like this lifestyle of creativity. So working on doing, I I don't know how much (laughs) I can say on all this, but (laughs) some specific activities around like, you know, really, I, I just think like sharing in a, not just a podcast way, but like on a grander scale, we really hope to be like sharing and collaborating with other artists and creators and bringing to light like their way of creating and their journey and hoping that can kind of like really add to the brand and and be something that's inspiring people every day. So that's really- I love that. The best way I can put it. Yeah, yeah. well, you put it very elegantly and very inspiring. (laughs) And I'd like to just be watching from the sideline and it's exciting, very exciting. Thank you, thank you. So I bet there are people listening to this going, oh my gosh, I want to start. How do I start? Where do I start? What advice do you give to somebody that is about to start their journey or trying to achieve success? What advice would you give them? few things I would say. <laughs> um, one, just start. Like, I I think like have your grand goal of whatever it is. Like this is the business you want to start, whatever this grand goal is, that's great to have. But then don't like let it overwhelm you. Just look at the baby steps. Like, okay, this week I can check off these three things. And those three things will get you to the, your next three things. And those three things will get you to your next three yeah. things. So just like start small and don't overwhelm yourself. Like, even if it's just like, okay, I want to make, I don't know, swimwear, like yeah. call six different manufacturers, take notes. And though, and you know, all of a sudden you're going to have a, an email that's going to get you to the next person, to the next person, next person. And all of a sudden you're going to have a product. So, you know, I think don't like get intimidated by the grand goal. Just start yeah. with baby steps. And yes. then number two, I would say, don't be afraid of failure because I think it's like almost use it as like a motivator. Cause if you're <laughs> everybody who's successful has failed at some point or, you know, yeah, is failing and you don't even very know. Big it. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's kind of like I, I think of the million of millions of failures I have. They they're actually just teaching moments. that help you get to where you're going. So like, even for example, with the app, when we launched it, a lot of great feedback, like I said, but we had some negative things, but we listened to the negative feedback and it was so helpful. And we changed our direction and 
that kind of got us to where we are now. So I feel like the, you know, the, the little moments of failure are going to teach you what's going to get you to the next place. So that's just part of the journey. So just don't worry about it. Like, don't be yeah. afraid of it, you know? Yes. Yeah. So those are my two, my two biggest things, I think. I love them. No, they're perfect. Thank the you. The picture collages I love. I'm just oh, going to say, yeah. and it's, it's really funny. I was always that girl that pulled the magazines apart. Yep. Same. And I feel like <laughs> I was doing it not knowing that I was trying to get the colors right. And then yours popped up and I was like, this is the easiest thing. Like, so if anybody's listening, oh, you need to have nice. check them out because they're amazing and they make it, they just, they're beautiful. So yes, I just That's wanted so to nice. touch on that. We do also have a smaller gallery wall of art prints coming soon. So stay oh, tuned. Fab. Yeah. We'll be out How for holidays. Amazing. So we're really oh, excited. Oh yeah, great. Yeah. 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 And I also just have to say, I remember turning up at a spell Coachella party and you were singing. Can we just, can we also just, just <laughs> oh, we just need to just touch I'm that. I'm sad you were just, there for that. But no, <laughs> I just remember being like, somebody was like, and now we've got Tether. I was like, isn't she the amazing photographer? Oh I was like, gosh. I really need to learn another skill. <laughs> no, you've got plenty. I'm trying to keep up with you, but that's nice. Yeah, music, honestly, that's really, I mean, it all goes back to that, but that's kind of the beginning of where I just fell in love with like clothes and, and the whole yeah. spiel. Cause it was just yeah. like, wow, musicians, the whole thing. And then, you know, that's that was the beginning of the journey. We'll see. Um, we might we might dip back into music we might later. Go but back. you're releasing you a know, CD out here. You're yeah, releasing yes, an album. That's my it, album's guys. out. Yes, coming at the end of the year. No. <laughs> if I had more time, maybe. It. Never say never. Twenty twenty eight or something. <laughs> we'll see. Gotta have a baby first. But. I know. I love yeah. it. Tessa, thank you so much for doing this with me. Thank you. I really think you're gonna inspire a lot of people. And I have actually just loved being able to chat with you because i you're somebody I've always watched from afar and when we sat next to each other I wish we would have had more time but I have loved this thank you so much for sharing your story and I know so many people are going to be inspired oh thank you no I'm honored you're I look up to you so much I'm you're just like the the full package my gal everyone always talks about you so (laughs) this was an honor thank you so much Sliding Doors is hosted by me, Elle Ferguson, producer Tina Matalov, executive producer Jennifer Goggin, and a special thanks to my manager, Camille Toulouse, for always being a fresh pair of ears on each episode. Listener.